you don't know what the next step is or what the right move is or how exactly to do this well so that the end game results in a really amazing adult. I'm Kara Lewis Newton, host of the KLN Podcast. Five years ago, my life was literally flipped upside down when I built a multiple six-figure income from a business on social media. More than that though, I'm a mom to three and a wife to Luke in a marriage that we've had for over 18 years. But beyond those roles that I fill, I have found deep purpose in helping women find strength and confidence. Because I believe that when a woman can value who she truly is, it unlocks the potential for her to grow into someone even greater. I believe a confident woman will change the world around her. This is the KLN Podcast. I have three kids, three, uno, dos, tres. <laughs> my son is 14, my daughter just turned 13 yesterday, and our youngest, Jack, is nine. And motherhood has been the greatest adventure and most terrifying experience of my entire life. Can anyone relate? No, seriously, I love being a mom. I really do. And and just so you know, I was not the girl that was dreaming of babies and staying at home and taking care of kids for the rest of my life. I really wasn't. I always kind of saw myself as a working um, mom. I always wanted kids, but it wasn't like something I lived and breathed. I didn't love pregnancy. I truly didn't love the toddler years either. I know this is starting to sound bad, right? No, I always kind of knew I would do better with older kids. I knew that that was more my bent and more my personality. And here I am with older kids. And now I'm wondering, I really maybe should have enjoyed those toddler years more than I did, right? <laughs> but that's probably the case with every new phase that we go into. I had Silas when I was um, 23 and I had no idea what having a baby was going to do for me. Uh, just personally, I was absolutely infatuated with that child. I can remember looking at him. I was sitting in the passenger seat one time in our Nissan Maxima that was total crap car. In fact, his window was duct taped shut because it wouldn't stay up. If it kind of tells you where we were at in life then. And I looked back at him and he smiled at me and he was maybe only one. And I, lo I looked at Luke and I said, do you think we will ever stop being so obsessed with him? And I can tell you that no, you don't. It just becomes a little different. Uh, Silas and I had a very close relationship as a baby and a mom, which I think everyone does with their first kid, right? He loved me. He did. He, when I taught him how to give kisses, which was like right around six or seven months, he was brilliant, by the way. Yes, he was. Um, he would get so overwhelmed with emotion and excitement that he literally would eat my face. <laughs> he would take my face in both of his little two chubby hands and he would pull it towards him and he would just gnaw at my face, which was okay for a while until that transferred into other children in the nursery and lots of biting and crying and screaming. But he would just get so overcome with his love that he would just bite at my face. And then Lila was a hard baby. <laughs> she knows that though. She was, she was my tough toddler and uh, she would not sleep very well. And so she would wake up very early in the morning and I would bring her in bed with me. And rather than just nicely cuddle and lay between her father and I, she would immediately go horizontal, feet on the back of our father, 
uh, head into my rib cage and she would press as hard as she could and she would do this every single morning until we let her sit up and she would sit on our pillows and tap our faces until we woke up. She was a pill, but ugh, cutest little thing with the best pigtails you've ever seen in your life. Honestly, she had the greatest pigtails. And so yeah, I do wish that I had enjoyed those years a little bit more. I don't know that anyone could have prepared me for the pain that comes with children who start to grow up. I mean, you read about it. We read all those Facebook sappy posts that talk about the little handprints on the walls and all that. And honestly, it never totally struck a chord in my heart. I know you're like, you are the coldest woman alive, right? It just didn't. Like I didn't cry over those those posts about little kids growing up and no more Cheerios. And I was honestly like, yes, praise Jesus. There's no more fingerprints on my walls. But what I wasn't prepared for was the separation that starts to begin between with you and your child as they begin to grow. One of the reasons I've held back from doing any type of podcast on motherhood is because I honestly haven't felt equipped (laughs) to give any kind of advice because most days I feel like I'm running around in a circle having no clue what I'm doing and failing miserably, honestly. And I realize every other woman is feeling the same way if she's at a similar place in life that I'm in right now. Not a one of us has a clue what we're doing. And every book you read and every podcast you listen to, you just still walk away feeling a little bit like you are on a quest to nowhere. (laughs) You just, you don't know what the next step is or what the right move is or how exactly to do this well so that the end game results in a really amazing adult. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. So I thought, well, I'll just share with you over the last year what I have learned since I have two teens in my home as of yesterday that I'm responsible for and what I've learned about raising a son and raising a daughter. Are you ready? What I know is this. Boys and girls receive love differently from their mother. That's, I mean, duh, right? But it's really important to remember this and know this, especially if you have two children of the opposite sex, they really honestly do receive it so differently from me. And here's what I've learned about boys. I know that I need to start treating my son who's growing older similarly to the way that I treat his father. Honestly, some of this is not just learning how to parent children. It's also getting a grip on your marriage. And I'm realizing how important at this phase in life with my two older kids, my marriage is. Because so much of how I parent them is a direct reflection of where my husband and I are at in our relationship. How I treat Silas should be a reflection of how I treat Luke. In other words, I have to start treating him not as a little boy, (laughs) but as a man that I respect. And you know why? Because that is going to teach him how to look for a woman that will treat him with respect. I want him to know that that is what he deserves, that he deserves for someone to love him enough to respect his choices, to honor him and admire him. I want him to know that that is his goal in a wife. (laughs) And he's going to learn that from me. And so the ways that I try to not screw it up, (laughs) basically, I've learned not to embarrass him ever. That if at all costs, whatever I do in front of his friends or in front of other people, that one of the ways that I can show the most disrespect to him is to embarrass him in front of other people. Never mock him or make fun of him. 
it's okay to do, you know, little teasing and stuff like that that I would do with Luke, but I have to remember would I ever mock my husband? Would I ever make fun of him? Would I ever try to make him feel stupid? And this is when you get a deep check on where you're at in your relationship with your husband. Because if those are the things that I am doing to my husband, I have to remember that those are the things that my son is watching and learning. Never ever make him feel stupid. Um, And one huge thing that I have learned with him as he gets older is that when I have to correct him, because I do, it's still my job as his mom to correct him and show him the right ways of responding and doing things, that I never do that correction in front of other people. His siblings, his grandparents, his friends, that that type of correction needs to be done behind closed doors in the same way that when I'm very frustrated with my husband, honestly, the worst thing that I can do as far as how I show my respect to him is to correct him in front of other people. And this is the same for my growing son. (laughs) Correction and discipline happens privately. And this is just so important for his heart and for the way that he sees me as his mother. He needs to know that I respect him enough to do that in a way that will not embarrass him and make him look less than in front of others. I've learned that when I compliment him, Um, My compliments really need to be about what I admire about him and what I respect about him, how I love who he is becoming. I think it's super important just to tell him that I think he has done well in a basketball game or that he looks nice. Those are kind of superficial and they don't really get to the root of what I want to be growing inside of him, which is a strong man who loves women the right way, (laughs) right? And so I want him to know that these are the things that I love about you, but there, more than that, I respect you for the way that you do this. And I'm seeing that when I turn my admirations and my compliments and my encouragement to him in that way, I get such a better response out of him than if it's just a very shallow, you played great tonight kind of a compliment. Okay, so that's Silas, my growing young man. Respect at all costs. I want him to know his mother respects him. And then there's Lila. And I think one of the biggest differences between males and females is the way that we like to be loved. Um, And men really need to know that they're respected. And women, it's just so important that we know that we're loved and appreciated, right? And so knowing this is super clear to me that Lila needs to know that I love her. And I know that seems so trite. And so, so of course she does, right? But no, it's because it's very different than the way that I show my love to her brother. Um, The way that I show this to her, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, this falls a lot on her father. Um, he is who is going to show her what she needs to be looking for someday in a husband and what she should set her standard to as far as how she should be loved. And that falls on his shoulders, a big portion of that. A dad's love can cover a multitude of insecurities in a young woman. I mean, that is the truth. But here's the thing. I also want you to know this because I grew up my teenage years um, in a blended family. And so um, I didn't spend as much time with my dad as, as most girls do. And so I want you to know this. Don't worry if you don't have that for your daughter. Because here's what I do know. God fills in those gaps for you as a mom. And you can give her that kind of love too. I promise. Um, and you just have to trust that. I, I know for Lila, as she gets older, the tendency for me to want to share with her like a girlfriend and treat her as an equal becomes more and more. But here's what I know. Because even at the, at the age that I am at, I still don't want to be my mom's equal. She does not want to be my equal. She wants to know 
that I can take care of her. It's super important for her, even as a young woman, to know that her mom is there and her mom is gonna take care of her. That I'm gonna show concern for her heart and for her emotions, so it changes a little bit from when she was little and it was concerned for her physical well-being. <laughs> now it's she needs to know that I have concern for her heart and for her emotions and that it is my job to guide her and help her process that as she feels pain, as she feels disappointment, as she feels confusion in these new years of her life, that I'm gonna help take care of her. Um, and that is how I show my love to her. And ultimately that's what I want her to look for in a man too, right? Is that she will find someone that loves her enough that has concern for her heart and that they will take care of it. I think what's most important to know about raising sons and daughters <laughs> like we have any clue what we're doing because we sit down with our uh, kids friends parents at least I know I do and I listen to them and I think yes I'm dealing with that too and at the same time I think no my kid is completely opposite of that and so I just think it's so important to remember that girl boy <laughs> 13 18 2 they all have such unique and different personalities and the most important thing to remember is that you you were chosen to be that child's Mama. There is no one more qualified, more gifted, or equipped to know exactly how to parent them and love them to becoming that amazing, incredible adult that they are bound to become. I sit here with a little bit of a lump in my throat because I do wish that I had enjoyed those toddler years a little bit more. And what would I give to go back to getting one of those spastic, crazy, gnaw-my-face-off kisses? But I also sit here with excitement knowing that I get to be such an important, crucial person in these people's lives. I get to show them what it is that they deserve from other people. I get to teach them how to love other people. I get to pour my whole heart and everything that I am into these amazing kids that I get to call mine. And while it is a little painful, because what you pour into them at this stage in life, you don't get a lot back from. The benefits of knowing the impact that we get to have into the people that they are becoming far outweighs any slobbery kiss <laughs> that I could get. Although I will say this, in the meantime, I'm gonna hold on to all the snuggles and all of the kisses and all of the hugs that I'm still getting from my nine-year-old. You got this, mama. We got this. There isn't anyone better for the job than you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the KLN Podcast. If it connected with you in any way, I would love it if you would hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can also find me on caralewisnewton.com. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter. And also, I would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, you have the power to change the world around you.